Good morning, everybody. This is Chris Bates and David Briggs, Tunnel Crew Has Been's podcast, episode number 47. This is Friday, December the 8th, 2023. Wow. Wow. Rolling. That was good. Um, One take. One take. So far. Yeah, one take so far. Um, Lots of stuff going on. Lots of stuff went on last week uh, since the last podcast. we had Christmas on Main. We interviewed Santa last week before Christmas on Main. Um, he was there uh, spreading Christmas cheer to all the boys and girls, uh, getting to, the pancakes, right? Well, come to find out, I don't know if he's on the the persons of interest list, but he was in New Boston staying at the Tex Inn yeah. when all that craziness happened in New Boston that Friday night. So, And then uh, they still don't have a suspect. The, the, nobody's in custody, so... Santa, I mean, who knows? Hmm. He was kind of shady, to be honest with you. I don't know if you got that vibe. Of course, I only got to watch the video because I right. had, to, had to go meet you know somebody for trophies. Yeah. Um. So I guess we can we can get to stuff that that went on at the at the uh, Christmas Old Main. So there was a lot of booths and vendors, um, a lot of different things to purchase, um, and then some some school organizations had face painting and. Um, mm-hmm picture booths and reindeer food, you know, create reindeer food and all kinds of stuff. Uh, that was a fun time. Uh, everybody enjoyed it. The potatoes sold out again. Two years in a row, I didn't get a potato. Well. But it's not their fault. Right. They're it's, just selling them. They're selling them. And that's great that they sold out. Yeah. You know I mean, because the thought was, you know, that there wouldn't be as many people if there's no parade, but they sold out. I mean, I, I don't know. They, they told me last year they had leftover. So the fact that there was no parade and they still sold out tells me, you know, that there was there was a lot of people down there even without the parade. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard that uh, Breakfast with Santa um, was, as I think what I was told, was busier than it's been in, in a couple of years. Well, so good. Um, that, that's good stuff going on. Um what about the, uh, if you've got an ornament you want to donate? Oh, yeah. You can donate that downtown to the, which tree is it? Do we so, know? Yeah, so there's two bush trees, bush league trees, and then there's a there's a, a Christmas tree in between those two okay. right in the parking lot. Just, I, I guess. you were going to tell me it was just the bushes. What no, we're it's actually a Christmas tree. It's just to, if you were pulling into the ATM at the old bank, yeah. it's just to your right, right there, up okay. against the up against Main Street. Okay. Um, or at least that's what I believe it is, because I, I scoped it out yesterday. So okay. if you've got ornaments, I, I don't guess they need lights, right? They got lights, you know what I heard? I think, I, I don't. So go throw an ornament or two on the, on the community <laughs> Christmas tree and uh, spread some Christmas cheer. We're gonna donate a couple. Should I take like the New Boston, the Redwater one and put those on there? Or, uh, or, do you think they'd be no, safe? No, I, I wouldn't. I would take those and do some other stuff with them. <laughs> You're so hateful. You're so hateful. Oh man. I'm, no, we're gonna take a couple of the hooks ones we have left over. Good deal. Um, what else? Um, I don't know. Well, we'll talk about some stuff that went on last week, I guess, in the in the high school and school yeah. stuff. Um, so the advanced floral students at the high school, they went to a, some kind of a Canton movie night floral contest in uh, 
in Canton, Texas, and Alaska Baker, uh, she got seventh overall. So congrats to her on that. Uh, that's another thing that the, you know, the ag department does, uh, that type of stuff. Um, our school counselors, they applied for some, um, recognition or right, um, for, and it's called crest and they actually got picked. Uh, so they're going to be recognized at the Texas school, um, counselor conference this year. Is doc still counselor? He's not on that list. So okay. that, the list is Miss Miss Shannon, Miss Hackett, and Miss Roach. Now he may be he may be the puppeteer of all of them, right? He's he's the one that's getting them. Well, I was those say awards. those three names make sense. <laughs> I was thinking you were going to tell me that you know Doc was was a well he may uh, he may be a in the you know he may be the wizard of all of it, right? <laughs> he's behind the curtain. He's the cog. Yeah, yeah. He's the cog that keeps them going, maybe. <laughs> Uh, we'll have to ask them and so see. That, so they're his puppet regime. Is that that's what you're? Yeah, you're trying? yeah, okay, okay. yeah. <clears throat> but it could it it is a coincidence that now Doc is, you know, officially retired and not a, not officially a counselor, and we win an award. I mean, sounds like a major award too. Yeah. So I don't know. It could be a coincidence, or it could be, <laughs> you know, we're we're getting better. <laughs> uh, Doc's hard to beat. You know yeah. Um. Also, uh, Jonathan Tenajero Juarez, he uh, received a full-ride scholarship to Boston College, uh, some Quest Bridge organization uh, scholarship where they have over 20,000 applicants, and, and he was one of uh, around 2,300 wow. students to get. So that's a, that's a big deal to get a full-ride scholarship yeah. to a school like that. Um, you know, congrats to him that – that's a that's a great stuff so there. I keep thinking every time this comes up, I hear your phrase in my head. We're good at everything. So yeah, we are. That <clears throat> I know they went and com uh, some somebody some of them went and competed at UIL yesterday. I don't know if they've got yeah. results and stuff. So we'll probably have some results for that last or next week coming coming up. Um, also, the band <clears throat> they have their Christmas concert, whatever you want to call it. Um, the junior high will do theirs at December 14th at 6.30, and they'll have their, they got two junior high bands, and then at 7.30, the, the high school will uh, perform. And then on the 19th, the sixth grade band, they're gonna have their little performance at 10.40 a.m. at the Hooks Junior High Gym. Okay. Um, so, good stuff for them, and. I remember <clears throat> of all the band stuff I did, Christmas concert was usually one of my favorite things. Just. Cause it was fun music. Yeah, you know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it, you know, it wasn't judged. So it was, it was not, you know, there wasn't a lot of pressure and it, and it always meant that the next day or two, it's going to be out to for two out. or three weeks. Yeah. yeah. So Fixing to go play in the snow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. slush play. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time wear shorts outside and play yeah. football. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, what else we got? a um, our guest today, he's not a hooksite. But I think he, I, I think he's, he's, you know, definitely moving this way, don't you? He's, he's trending up in the, into yeah. the hooks. Well, and I mean, you know, we, we were thinking about, he's, he's, he's got a little bitty show that he does and we wanted to help him out some, right? Yeah. I mean, we want to kind of boost him up a little bit and, Kind of put him out there so people can kind of get to know him. You, you can't forget about the little guys. Yes. We got we to gotta drag them along. It is our duty 
you know, as, as top tier podcasters to bring along people who, who kind of want to, mm-hmm. you know, so, get in the business. Yes. I mean, that's <laughs> only fair. It's only right. Like Fabian did to Justin Howe, he he helped him out. That's what we're doing to this guy. So this guy is uh, the face of Texarkana Game Day. He also owns Phone Pros. He takes. So I, was like, I met him at Phone Pros. He takes pictures. Uh, it's Morgan Smith um, of Texarkana Game Day. So he's going to be our guest today. And Longview Game Day. Oh yeah, Longview Game Day, and that's where he's from. Um, and Hooks Game Day, and all those different ones that he does. <coughs> so we're going to have a fun time with him. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll give you some tips some pointers, things that, you know, can boost you know, his views and, and, you know, how he can, how he can really reach more people, things like that. We'll, yeah. we'll help him out. So. We're definitely going to, to assist in any way that we can. <laughs> I can't wait for the messages to come in. Y'all know he's like really famous, right? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> no idea. I had no idea. <laughs> but anyway, we'll, uh. We'll go ahead and take a break. Uh, Morgan will be here in here in just a minute, and uh, we look forward to, to talking to him and uh, hearing what he has to say. We'll be right back. This is going to be a very good year. Very good. Jan is at home. Jim is back. My protege, Ryan, is a corporate. Good stuff. Um, Andy and Dwight are rocking the sales team. I feel very blessed. All right, welcome back. Mr. Game Day here in Living Color. Brother, good to have you here. How you doing? Doing good, man. Appreciate you having me on. We were talking in the opening segment before you got here how we really wanted to we wanted to help you out. We wanted to bring you along, maybe Boost some of your following a little bit. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it, it's all I can get. We got to help the little guy, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's, it's, we feel like it's our duty, you know, to, to help people that are trying to get into the game and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and then we said, I can't wait for someone to message us and say, Y'all know he's really famous. So, but it's good to have you, man. We really do appreciate you taking time, uh, coming out and hanging out with us. Uh, I wasn't going to thank y'all didn't like me. No, so we we'd actually thought about bringing you on a while back. Um, We're kind of been in the rules bringing you on because it's supposed to be just like a hooks only. But I thought I was like we've learned in, in the inner circle now. You well, are. We've learned that that you know what you 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 like hooks. So yeah. So yeah. And if you we, don't believe me, just read it on the internet. Right. They'll tell you. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah. So so the so we may be hurting you today. Probably so. Yeah, so the right. main reason we brought you on, I say the main reason, not the main, but one of the big reasons is that you basically, um, you captured the most iconic basketball shot in the history of Hooks basketball yeah. uh, not too long ago. And, and now we're back in basketball season, so we felt like it's perfect time for uh, to bring him on and uh, talk about that stuff too. I won't lie, uh, uh, you know, to get myself out of the funk of, of, of football season ending earlier than I, what I thought, I had to go and I watched that that shot two or three times just to try to make myself uh, feel a little bit better about where I was in life and and you know the fact that we were playing basketball. So that was an extraordinary moment. Yeah. And he hit one yesterday from the same spot. Yeah. I said like, that's key spot. Is it? So. So I guess um, we'll we'll talk. About We'll, we'll revert back to how you got here, but while we're on the subject of uh, of Keyshawn's shot, so how do you know about how many views that, that thing got? Man, I don't. Uh, I, it, it, over 500,000. 
uh, across all platforms yeah. for sure. Um, but man, like it was just, you know, you don't ever expect anybody to hit a game winner. You know what I mean? You really don't. A game winner at the buzzer in double overtime. They're, that's the immaculate shot. Yeah. You, you can't get any better than that, I don't think. Um, and, like, I was just as surprised as everybody else. You know, like, it you wasn't that get, I didn't think he could get it. You hear it in your voice. <laughs> yeah, I was just, you know, because you're look like, people don't realize, especially when I'm shooting, like, a football game or something, and people are like, man, it's got to be awesome to do those NFL games. Like, man, it's cool, but when you're looking through, like, a camera lens, mm-hmm. you don't, you're not really watching football. Yeah. And in that particular moment – if I remember right, I was live. So I'm live, and I'm, it's really important just to have the phone capturing what it is. So I'm just looking at the phone. Yeah. So it was, it, was, it was a top five game day moment since we started. That's one of the reasons, kind of, you know, you'd, you'd mentioned to Chris about the idea of us calling hooks games, mm-hmm. you know, football games and stuff this year. And I loved the idea at first. And then we, we started talking about it, and we were like, but we won't really get to watch the game. And do all the things that we enjoy to you know do, and you have to, yeah. you know, you have to really, you know, step back and not be a fan. And, and I was like, I don't, I think we'd be terrible at that because we'd be missing stuff because we'd be watching, you know, other, you know, than what we were supposed to be doing. So, yeah, we, uh, that's got to be hard, you know. I mean, awesome to get to cover that stuff, but at the same time, like you said, you you're kind of missing some of the whole thing. Yeah, you know, you're, people don't realize. When, I have people all the time like, man, I would love to do what you do. You're so lucky. You're so lucky. Yeah, no, like, it's been great, but it's not fun. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. first six months of it were fun because we were just literally doing it for fun. Yeah. But now it's like, it's not as much fun as it was. Yeah, so when, you know, we do a little bit, we'll video some stuff and make some clips and stuff. But when, when you're videoing that, it's it's work. I mean, it's yeah. not it's not fun. You're it's. I know what you're talking about. It's, and, and we, we just have, do it small. And we have to work harder than any of your guys to sound professional or to to not come off like just us yeah oh y'all, y'all get over that it took me about a year and a half and now it's just like hey people are gonna say what they're gonna say yeah, yeah no you doubt. know well we figure as long as we're pushing kids that everybody loves they'll overlook us you know as far as anything we might mess up or screw up on so and and our show is a lot better than y'all's because we don't have to talk about talk good about other schools we can just talk good about the, the main one okay. so <laughs> Well, good luck with that. Yeah. So tell me, uh, <clears throat> when you came to the Harmony game this year, did you expect the the scene, the the atmosphere that you found there in the little bitty place? I mean, I you already experienced some in basketball. That's what I'm basketball saying. got crazy. Basketball was like I, I knew. I, you know? I had not seen a hooks football game like that in a long time. And but it was every game this year. Yeah. I mean, I had a. It was a tough choice to come to that game. Was I had a lot going on that particular day. You got Longview playing a six A school. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Pleasant Grove playing number one Brock in four A. Yeah. Um, you got Texas High playing at home against a six A school. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I want to go out here and see this this Hooks Harmony game. And you came and to the tailgate. The tailgate's what sold it. One hundred and six degrees. You were one of seven people that that, that showed up and, and hung out with us. Mm-hmm. For that. So hot yeah. dog was good. Yeah, it was worth the trip. Yeah, but atmosphere. I mean, it was great. I, I there's something special about Texas small town football, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just it's different. You can't really explain it. You know, you can look at a like PNG selling out their side of the stadium for tonight's game, and then buying tickets on the other side of the stadium. You know, yeah. for I mean, it's just that's big time Texas football. I mean, there's going to be fifteen thousand mm-hmm. people there if they let them. But there's something different when the town shuts down. 
And everybody you know is at this one place, and you know that's where they're going to be on a Friday night. And it's just, uh, I mean, you got the grandparents there, the parents, the little kids, the grandkids. You know, it's just. I think the coolest thing is the little kids. The little kids that are looking up to these guys like they're playing on Sundays almost. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of the young kids after our games, and it's probably the same way in other towns, but they're going up to Boogie and Keyshawn and getting autographs. I mean, they're autographing their footballs and stuff. I mean, that that's big-time stuff for them, them young kids. Um, it's fun for them. So I guess we'll, we'll kind of get back to the beginning. Like, So what we know you're from Longview. What brought you to Texarkana other than, like I said, trying to get closer to hooks? Yeah. Um, man, I was working for Verizon Wireless um, 2010-ish. Um, and took a position up here, so I had to move up this way. I have roots in this area. Uh, my family history starts in between Redwater and Maud, okay. over there on <coughs> Patman. Yeah. Um, it's actually called Minton. Probably nobody's ever heard of that. But um, so I've been coming this way my entire life. We come up here every weekend, you know, and stay at the farm, and then drive back home on Sunday and do all that. Um, both my brothers live here. Okay. Uh, so. You know, it was like made yeah, sense. Yeah, like, I'll come to Texarkana. You know, no big I mean, deal. I met you at Phone Pros because uh, I had a kid that would destroy a life-proof case and, and tear his phone up. Was Rashawn? So I mean, I, I was there getting stuff fixed way before you know, before this all started. So. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. So then, so then you left Verizon and, and started Phone Pros. Yes. Is that what happened? Started Phone Pros. <laughs> I remember like the first few months. Um, you had a really good job at Verizon. Man, I just hate working for somebody else. Yeah. I, I don't know why it is. I'm a, I'm a good employee, but I just don't like it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I remember the first few months that I was just losing money. Like, I was like, I cannot believe I did this. Let me see if I can get my job back, <laughs> you know? Um, but, you know, Phone Pros eventually took off, grew. You know, we're in the new location behind yep. uh, the high rent location, I'm going to call it, <laughs> behind Target. Um, and luckily, I can dual purpose that building to be able to afford it, you know? Started... Uh, marketing company um pre-covid it, it was doing really really well uh post-covid you know we, we do a lot in healthcare, so um <clears throat> hospitals are full yeah. y'all didn't know so you know marketing has slowed down some it'll pick back up but um long story short i had time i was like man let's uh had all these people working i was like let's try this game day thing like you know i, I wasn't gonna call it that at the time but like let's try it and see you know it'll be fun yeah. you know and it just worked out like i'm as surprised as anybody I mean, it was, and I don't even know if you if you realized this. I mean, you might have, but it was like the area was prime for it. You know, I mean, te- you know, PG was taking off. Texas High was kind of getting was getting back to to being Texas High. Um, you know, I mean, so I mean, the area just seemed ready for something like that. Uh, um, I mean, I had no idea. Well, I remember when you first started, it was like, oh, this is cool, this is cool, and now it's just blown up. Yeah, I remember coming out here year one. And doing a game with the set. That's before we were streaming. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were literally just doing it for fun, you know. So, like, I don't – I had no – I wasn't financially prepared for it to be a thing, you know. And then you start getting these complaints, and I'm having to talk with the UIL, like, what's going on with this? Like, what exactly are you yeah. doing, you know? And why aren't you doing it for everybody? And, um, you know, I had no idea, you know. So, no idea was going to be popular, let's say. Yeah. Um, but – after about six, that first football season, was like, hey, we might need to take God this serious. Because yeah. So what was the first football season you did? 2019. 19. Yeah. And then 2020, COVID, you know, that 
I guess the 2020 football season, that really kind of – it kind of helps you, right? Yeah, it did. It kind of solidified <laughs> us. Well, they they laxed up on some of the, the rules, right? Yeah, yeah they did. Because so um, so we had no plans to ever stream. Yeah. You know, I, I got into streaming in basketball season. I was like, well, I guess we can stream. We'll see what it looks like, you know. And this is back when, like, we had, like, 10,000 followers. Like, we might have – hundred people tune in for a basketball game yeah. so like now i wouldn't show up and do that yeah. you know what i mean but at the time it was like let's let's just it, it's fun yeah it was still in the fun stage yeah. you know um but it just to answer your question yes covid did help us um and by that time like i the big problem was we decided you know, they came out let's say august 10th how you're going to be able to stream well while i do have a ton of equipment i didn't have streaming equipment yeah so like dude it was like I was calling in every favor, direct line with Sony reps. Hey, can you call this other company that you do business with and please get me X, Y, and Z? Like, I need this stuff within two weeks. Like, I have to have it. And uh, it's kind of, you know, we have a great relationship with Sony now. Um, you know, I'm Sony ambassador when I'm on a sideline anywhere, for like the NFL sidelines and stuff. Have to use their equipment. Um, we have a deal with them. We can only use Sony equipment. So a lot of that goes back to that little time, yeah. August 10th to August Whatever first of season. That's a pretty good deal to have, though. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, geez. Sony. As long as they always have the best equipment, which they do right now. Yeah. Um, you know, some of your older guys are going to like Canon and uh, Nikon, and I'm sure they're great. But for and us, Fu- like, we grew Fuji. up. Yeah. We grew up using Sony. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. it was it was nothing to me to learn. Yeah. That's, that's crazy, though. I mean, just the right time. You yeah. know, I mean, something you enjoyed, and it's taken off and 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 – I mean, I don't know. Has it been life-changing? Would you say that? I mean, Yeah, I mean, the... priorities are different. Yeah. You know, I enjoy what I'm doing more. You yeah. know, I, I didn't necessarily just, you know, enjoy working at Verizon. I, did, I don't necessarily just enjoy fixing phones. Hadn't done that in a long time. You do not want me to fix your phone. <laughs> Hadn't done that in years. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, it's hard to do the same thing over and over mm-hmm. for a long period of time. And this is something different constantly. Yeah. So. yeah. And I, and I love sports. So how did you yeah. did you was Longview first or no or did you go Texarkana and then then Texarkana was first. How'd you get to Longview? I mean, I realize that's where you lived and yeah. grew up, but but was it just a someone expressed interest or or did you put it I, out there for I them? I drove to Longview, had lunch with Coach King. Yeah. Was like, look, man, there's a, a big void here in your program, and I think we can we can solve it for mm-hmm. you with this streaming deal and you know like everybody man we want people in the stands like coach I get that but people are still going to come yeah. and on top of that you have to provide the opposing school to stream so it's still getting streamed one way or another the question is do you want Longview to be the priority or right. do you want Tyler to be the priority you know so like let us do this we're good at it and like we'll do the whole thing we'll handle all your marketing of players we'll do mm-hmm. everything just let us do it, Yeah, you know, and obviously it's going really well down there. I mean, Longview, it's like, I knew Longview was different. I grew up there. Like, y'all talk about the kids, you know, getting players autograph stuff. Like, I've done all that at Longview. Like, 1992 to now, like, you can't tell me nothing I don't know about Longview. Yeah. Um, I knew the fans all over the world, and they have, like, worldwide fans that follow Longview wow. sports. And since we're doing that, I mean – more people watch a Friday night Longview High School football game than watch every game we stream in Texarkana combined. Wow, that's crazy. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's nuts. 
Um, mm. You know, but there's statewide. I mean, it's people statewide want to know. You know, they're, they've been ranked really high since mm-hmm. we've been there. Yeah. Number one running back in the country. Number one wide receiver in the state last year. And he he so, got hurt and missed a game in the playoffs. Yeah, man, it's it's uh, <clears throat> you know, it's one of the things. Like you know, we all wanted a ring. You know, the last two years and last year was rough. With that loss with the Lido, you know, which uh, it, it was. Longview was up fourteen nothing, and going into half, Lido comes out, scores couple of uh, touchdowns pretty quick. Longview gets the ball driving late in the game, and they get a lightning delay that lasts like two hours, maybe two and a half hours. It was a long time. And like the hardest rain I've ever seen. Mm. And Longview comes out, and it was just, you know, it had been too long. I mean, there was just, you know, so they end up losing. Alito goes on to win the state championship by like 75 points. And then this year, you know, Taylor breaks his wrist. Um, can't remember who against two games ago. And then, you know, the loss to Lancaster was, was a rough one. Yeah. I mean, because it's just, it's just not acceptable to – I mean, there's like, you know, you go two – let's say you go two games deep in the playoffs. Like, that's just not acceptable. Yeah. And it, it's a very different environment and fan base. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, the things that maybe we might could get away with here, it's not going to fly in Longview. Your average fan in Longview is like you guys with hooks. <laughs> wow. But we'll call you out every time you're wrong. That's crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it is like your average fan <clears throat> yeah. is just a homer and, like, knows everything. They know the kids. They know their parents. They know his brother or the dad played back on the 78 team. It's just – it's nuts. So, the for sale signs in the coach's yard is a real deal thing. Kind of, <laughs> kind of, you know, well, no, not at John King's house. No? No, that dude's, no, a, legend. No. That dude's a legend down there. But, I mean, as uh, far as the, the level of fanaticism. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean – the, they're following guys that played 40 years ago. I mean, we're still getting – you should see our inboxes on some of this stuff. Like, hey, this is so-and-so. He played on this team that went 7-3 and three and, you know, lost to so-and-so. He just did this, had a life accomplishment. Like, it's – they follow these wow. logos. Were you, are you old enough to have watched Bobby Taylor? Was I he... know Bobby Taylor real well, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it, it's funny how life comes full circle. And with, like, Bobby, it's, like, a full circle moment. Like everybody knows Bobby Taylor, mm-hmm. okay? Played for the Philadelphia Eagles, All-American at Notre Dame, All-American at Longview High School, super nice guy, one of the best men you'll ever meet. He actually – the he's doing the NFL flag leagues now. So he's over getting kids playing flag football. For really? The NFL. Yeah. Huh. Um, so, you, I mean, you can randomly catch him in Longview and Tyler and all over. He lives in Houston. But, anyway, full circle moment. Longview goes, wins the state championship in basketball in 93. His cousin's on the team, Vincent Taylor, who you don't know who that is now, but you're going to know by the end of this exactly who he is. Hmm. So Bobby Taylor's the big name on that team. They go down and win. Like my dad, just like Hooks did. We like drive down there in the car, followed the bus, the whole nine yards. And I know the buses were late. We couldn't follow the buses this last year, but y'all know. (laughs) Um, Brutal, by the way. No AC, none of that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, we follow them down, watch them win, follow them all the way back. All right. I remember interviewing like some last, this is like three or four in the morning. Like we literally followed them back from mm-hmm. the state game. We're out in the parking lot at Longview High School, and this lady walks up and wants to interview me from a news station. So I do this little interview, and like I wish we had it. Like I don't really remember it well, but when you hear like Bobby talk about it or my dad talk about it, they still remember it like it was yesterday. Wow. Just like, yeah, it's the greatest team ever. <laughs> we got it all the way to Wednesday. I don't really remember what I was said, but evidently I was on one 
at like four o'clock in the morning. It was great. <laughs> and uh, and they were like, "Who's your favorite player?" And Bobby Taylor standing right beside me, and I said, "Vincent Taylor, his his little cousin." Uh, anyway, Bobby goes on to play for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, made a Pro Bowl two years. Great player. Um, Vincent's his agent. Okay. Now I start game day. Hadn't talked to Vincent in yeah. twenty years. Yeah. Okay. I get a call from him before I start Longview, and Vincent's like. Man, what's this? Uh, do you remember me? And I was like, Of course I remember. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And he was like, It took me a long time to realize who exactly you were. Like I, like my biggest memory of our state championship was standing outside and you telling Bobby Taylor that he wasn't your favorite player. And uh, anyway, Vince and I, I mean, we started working together. Yeah. You know, and Vince, Vince is like a super agent. I mean, like you know, there's these guys that you hear about, and you know, everybody, oh, this guy's an agent. Well, there are a lot of agents, you know, that may have had, like, I may represent you, and I'm going to call myself an agent. This guy's negotiated the biggest contract in NFL history four different times. He's Jason Peters' agent. He's wow. Trent Williams' agent. He's uh, Trayvon Walker's agent, who was a number one pick mm-hmm. in the NFL draft three years ago. He's had five top five picks. I mean, the guy is great at his job. And I'm guessing under the radar. Yeah, I mean, I mean like but, it's it's just him yeah. and like two other people. He doesn't have like these big organizations. Like, like he's legit, you know. And I, I asked him uh, on an interview one time. I was like, "Man, so like you've accomplished all this stuff. What is left for you to accomplish?" And he was mm-hmm. like, "I want a quarterback." Mm-hmm. And you know, in my head, I was like, "He's talking about John King's son." Okay, all right, we'll see how that works out. But I don't even remember how we got started on this conversation. I asked about Bobby Taylor. Okay, Bobby Taylor. Yeah, but Vince, uh, Vince is the one who got me into the NFL ranks, um, you know, through his contacts. You know, I've known Trent my entire life. So, uh, and if you don't know who Trent Williams is, he's – Oh, I do. Okay. He's, uh, I'm an OU fan. So yeah. One of the top, uh, if not the top offensive linemen, in my opinion, to ever yeah. play football. Um, but, you know, they kind of get, got me in that. It's, it's just weird how these little relationships mm-hmm. that – God, that's been more than 20 years now. I mean, that's that's almost 25, 27 years since we had even spoke. Yeah. And then this comes full circle. and Because my, you made an impression with yeah, your interview as a kid. My <laughs> NFL in happened at freaking seven years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, It's just wild. But we've done a lot of work together. So, I mean, I, I get to work with NFL players. I get to work with the franchises. Taylor Tatum, uh, his commitment mm-hmm. to OU, you know, Vincent, I'm excited about that. Yeah, Vincent negotiated all his yeah. NIL stuff. Same thing with Jalen Hill going to Alabama. We got to be a part of all that. So uh, it's cool. So how do you, so when you go to the NFL stuff, like what what determines where you go, when you go, all that? Uh, a lot of it's just availability for me. I mean, I'm so busy. And, like, it's hard to, like, do a college game on Saturday and then get to, let's say, San Francisco on a Sunday. Now, Trent owns a jet, so if he's – if his family's going, it's real easy for me to drive along and just mm-hmm. hop on his plane. But if they're not, it's difficult to like fly out of Texarkana, yeah. get to Dallas. You know what I mean? It's it's a lot. But uh, I had five games scheduled this year. Um, hopefully next year I'll be full time. So full time for that is yeah. like you work on Sunday. So, Every Sunday. Yeah. Wow. So, um, and I don't really know if that's a dream or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it's awesome. But man, I've yet to be. I've yet to go to a good NFL game. It's it's been every game I went to has been a blowout. So, but the, seeing the Cowboys play, you know, yeah. uh, against the 49ers there, I mean that that was cool. So we know you take pictures at these games. Is what is, what is it that you provide to the NFL? Uh, photos for them for 
for us personally and for Elite Loyalty Sports interviews, um, I get a little bit more access than your average person would get. Like, you know, this the Cowboys 49ers game, I was with the team the Saturday before, so and I was the only person there wow. with it. So, I mean, it was like, you know, like I know what to do, but it's a little bit, uh, you know, because you're sitting there and it's like, it's George Kittle, Scott yeah. Bosa. Yeah. You know, and like nobody talks to you and you're just like, oh, man, I don't know these guys, you know. Uh, Brock Purdy comes up, talks to me, makes a video for my kid, you know. And, I've seen uh, that. Yeah. That's cool. <clears throat> uh, and then all of a sudden, it's like Trent walks up, and he's like, man, I'm glad you're here, blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, oh, that's Trent's, that's Trent's friend. And it was like, then it was like, oh, what do you need? You know what I mean? So, uh, but you don't get that everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. You know, uh, Rams, uh, Green Bay game, like this, you're just there, you yeah. know. Like you're just somebody else. So it's probably a lot more fun doing those when, when you know people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to have players from our area in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, But if you continue to do that on Sundays, you're going to grow relationships with – Yeah, you'll get known. Yeah. Jordan Love of the Packers, or, you know, maybe. Well, yeah, I hope so. Um, but to me, most important thing to me, like, man, the, the guys – I need to have access for the guys when they come, when it's their turn, you know. Yeah. Um, whenever – Taylor Tatum's playing in the NFL, or Landon Jackson, or Jalen Hale's going to play in the NFL, obviously. Speaking of Landon, it surprised me that he's uh, staying in Arkansas. Yeah, he had a real tough decision to make, and, you know, I really appreciate Landon letting us uh, be the first to to run that. Um, You know, he had a tough decision to make, and what a lot of people don't realize that I wouldn't have realized if I'm not in it and, you know, have the access that I do to some of this stuff. It's like, man, it's just, it's not all rainbows and butterflies like I used to think it was. You know, I mean, there's a hard reality there because you're like well, he was first projection, round two, 55th overall pick to the Cleveland Browns. That sounds great. You're on an NFL roster guaranteed for two years if you get picked in the second round because it's too big of a commitment for them to right. just throw you out mm-hmm. unless you do something really bad. But there's a downside to that too. What if that projection's wrong? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What if you happen to go undrafted? You're done with football. Yeah. I mean, you can go to the XFL. You might end up on a practice squad. But there's a big chance there yeah. that people don't see those that these guys taking. And that, there's – Well, NIL has really made it to where it may be really worth it to guys staying another year or so. Especially it, Marvin Harrison. Did yeah, you see his? I, let me tell you why that doesn't benefit Marvin Harrison. The twenty twenty five million. if they do that, you got you got to stay. That's – yeah. But if they were like, hey, we're just going to match your NFL salary, right. which is the going rate right now, mm-hmm. okay? Um where you, let's say where you, let's say you're a fourth round guy. All right, you're gonna make, I don't know, small signing bonus, minimum probably in the league. So you're gonna make eight seventy. Yeah, That's eight kind of the, the going rate. All right, mm-hmm. but you get into a uh, to a weird spot if you're gonna be a great player in the NFL. Like if you're a guy that's gonna be able to play. Past your, uh, if you're going to get that it, that contract you after your get, rookie con after your you're rookie. delaying your big money contract yep. by staying in college. Mm-hmm. So in Landon's situation, let's say he truly would have went second round, which let's say like we know he could have, he's delaying that second contract a mm-hmm. year, and that's big money. Yeah. So, you know, people who do, who aren't in the you know let's say privy to some of that information, like it sounds great. Oh man, you're getting paid. Yeah, $700,000 to play college football. And I'm not saying that's what he's getting paid. I'm just saying, um, using that as a figure. Well, you're also delaying the biggest payday you're a, ever going to have in your life. A big seven-figure check. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. to hopefully, yeah. you know, increase your draft stock. So financially, if you put it on paper, if 
most players don't make it to that contract, but the ones that do. Most players don't. That's what I was yeah, about to say. If the, if they do make it, it did not benefit them to stay in college. Yeah. yeah. But those was, those kids, to me, what, what the NIL is really benefiting is those middle-of-the-road kids who are just say a, they're a quarterback and they're fourth string at Texas. Well, now they can go to some any school who's got some NIL money and, hey, I can go there and make $800,000, you know, and – yeah, you know, there's there's a downside to it as well. And, you know, A, you can have a team that's terrible this year and great next year. But you can also have a player who, let's say, and I know this is happening because I'm not a part of it, you know, but I've been asked. It's something I'll never get into, but it happens. Let's say let's say you play for Oklahoma. That's a bad judgment because nobody's probably just going to leave Oklahoma. Let's say leave, you play for Louisiana Tech. Gabriel is. Well, I know, but – I mean just a normal yeah. dude, not a quarterback. You're a defensive end for Louisiana Tech, and you have a breakout season. The chances of you ever staying at Louisiana Tech are now zero mm-hmm. because these colleges are just going to, hey, do you want to transfer to Florida? I wasn't really thinking about it. Okay, well, how's 275 grand sound? Yeah. And you transfer to Florida. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. So Louisiana Tech is no longer competitive, nor will they ever be competitive. Okay. Um, so you're you're falling into some of these areas where like when they go to the twelve team playoff, it's over. It, well, it's, it's completely <clears throat> over with. You're going to have eight teams, the same eight teams in there every year. Yeah. So. Well, like uh, what you're saying <clears throat> at the college level. Um, so this just passed um, Monday or Tuesday in Oklahoma at their at their high school level. You can transfer one time without losing the eligibility. So what's that going to do? Those. Yeah. Those bigger towns. Bixby's going to have everybody, you know, yep. that, like they are more than they do now. Or, you well, know, you know, Jinks or all those. Texas, while we don't have that rule, let's don't act like it's not really different. No, right. Because every year the same teams play in the state championship, it feels like. Now, like you're like a Belleville or yeah. Tidehaven, they have their once-in-a-generation team. But realistically, it's the same teams every year. It is. You know, and how does that happen? Well, so Creatively. They, they move in early or, you know, yeah. they, or they move into the district. But this is, this is allowing them, hey, if you want to go six miles down the road and not lose eligibility as a senior, yeah. you're, you're yeah. a and junior. Everybody you're, wants to play for, you know, a yep. team that's going to win. I get it. Yep. Um, but that doesn't really concern me as much as high school players getting paid. And let me tell you why. North Carolina not, passed that. It's not, I don't really care that they're getting paid, but it's really going to hurt college these high school players with these NIL deals. For instance, if they have NIL deals in Texas, like we obviously have to be a part of that. Somehow, some way, we don't have a lot of money to give, but we'll figure out a way to be creative so it's beneficial, okay? But the downside to all of that is University of Arkansas is done in Texas. University of Oklahoma is gonna be really, really hindered from recruiting in Texas. Any outside school, I don't even want to use a bad word, but they are done recruiting in Texas. They might get a kid here and there, but what they're doing now is over with, and let me tell you why. In Texarkana, we have a lot of Razorback fans. All right, so this is like a haven for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Mm-hmm. They can come here, it's easy, it's a 30-minute plane <clears throat> ride, and they're at a school in 45 minutes, it's easy. And we have fans here. That's not like that in Longview. It's not like it in Tyler. You know it's not like it in Dallas, Houston, Austin, San Antonio. Yeah, no. Yeah. But you know what is in those towns? People that graduated from University of Texas. A&M. A&M. Yep. 
And do you know who has the money to spend? Those graduates. Those, those universities. We know A&M's got plenty of money to throw around. <laughs> yeah. So now this NIL money is going to start in high school. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start paying you and your family. But you're coming to A&M. Yeah. And when that happens, Arkansas's done with recruiting in Texas. It's going to be the same thing for Oklahoma. Yeah. Anybody trying to come in, it, it, the, the odds are stacked against you already. You literally have that fan base growing that relationship. Now in high school, they're not even waiting till college, yeah. you know, and they're, they, there's nothing wrong with giving money to them and their families at that point. Do you think we are absolutely headed that way? I don't, I, I'm not, I don't know enough to know. Okay. I know the coaches don't want it. Um, but you know, just because you all votes on it at this point really doesn't mean anything. Cause they'll just take it to Texas courts and, mm-hmm. and evidently you can get what you want done there. So I, I don't, it's just going to be too big of a change. And like, what does, here's my problem with the NIL stuff. It's not real. When's yeah. the last time you seen a college player in a national commercial? Cause that's what it was supposed to be for. The NCAA didn't want to pay the players. Yeah. So they said, Hey, Oh, we'll let you earn your own money. No big deal. But it's not going to come from us, mm-hmm. which was what they should have been doing. The NCAA should, <clears throat> should have had this money. All right, we're, we're going to pay y'all, but it's going to be X amount. But yep. what they've done is, okay, they've opened it okay, up. Hey, yeah. we're not going to pay you anything. But yeah. You can go make yeah. some money. Well, there's no way to like it's the wild, wild west. Yeah, it, it's <clears throat> you're literally giving players money because you're a booster. Yeah. That thing they're doing nothing for it. Yeah, you know, but you know, you know, SMU's like man, fifty years too late. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Uh, SMU would have been world champions in the NIL. Um, but it's just at this point, it's just to your imagination, you yeah. know. And then you have colleges lying, like to the the Florida commit that you know they offered him all that money and yeah, he signed like, hey, we're not going to be able to pay you that. You know, mm-hmm. like that's rough mm-hmm. to hear as an eighteen-year-old kid. But um, man, I, one of the only I, ones I, I can I'm think not for of. it. Go ahead. For the simple fact, like, there, other than putting some money that's not life-changing, right? In a high school kid, or what we really mean is their family's pocket. Yeah, we've completely changed high school sports. Yeah. It's not what we love right now, and mm-hmm. it'll turn overnight. Boy, college is quickly getting to be what I've <clears throat> anything but what I've loved my whole life. Yeah. You can't follow the guys anything, anymore. but yeah. I mean, you really can't. Yeah. I mean, you don't buy. You ain't gonna buy a jersey of a right of a dude because he's gonna be gone. Yeah. Um. So man, I, I just I'm all for everybody being able to earn money. You know, especially yeah. these college guys because they really were kind of getting screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they you were. Know? Yeah. But I didn't know it was gonna be like this. Well, and that's that's the problem with going into something like this with no plan. Yeah. I mean, just jumping into it. Uh, I was gonna say the only one I, I can remember seeing on a national, you know, I, I've seen Caleb Williams do the Heisman House with Nissan, mm-hmm. and I've seen him do Dr Pepper commercials, you know, the, the big time. But that's it. I mean, yeah. other than that, I don't know of anybody that that's on that level. But I mean, he he he, I understand why he's on that level. Yeah, you know, the ones I've negotiated were just like put a social media post out mm-hmm. once a quarter. You know, like yeah. yeah. All right, that's easy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. Mm-hmm. So uh, something I've been wondering about, I want to get not, not to just t- totally change gears, but uh, you know, you you've stirred up, you know, no pun intended, I guess, you know, a hornet's nest around here last year in basketball season with the whole Redwater rivalry with hooks and this and that, and I mean, you know, we who know, made that a big deal? We know Buddy, Buddy, has, Buddy has gone deal, off, right? you know, just lost his mind, and I've saved I've saved every Photoshop picture of Buddy, by the way, just for fun, uh, just to have for, for a rainy day with him. Uh, so tell us who's your favorite sideline <laughs> co-host 
Listen, man, none of them. And are tell any, us why it's not Buddy. Listen, none of them are any good. I don't, I don't know why I agreed to that. I have to have Jay come on there just because he says something funny every now and then. Right. Uh, ben and uh, Buddy think they're on ESPN. You know. Hey, and, and, like, you. and I'm not an early. I don't get up early, so for me to be there at seven in the morning, like, dude, it's like pulling teeth. My favorite, I will say this, my favorite broadcast, almost anything Matt Fry's doing, I, I can watch and listen Matt to. Matt Fry's him. great. Because he's just an amazing guy. He's a Hooks guy, but I mean, he's, yeah. he's just he's just good at everything anyway. Yeah, he is. Um, well, he's from Hooks. That's what I am. Yeah, know. for sure. But uh, so do you think, uh, what do you think basketball-wise with Hooks, from Hooks and Redwater this year as far as you think we're looking at crazy you know, you fire code game? type numbers? You know, yeah. both of them have gyms that are that are, you know, Probably half the size they should be for for what what'll show up. Well, you know, I'm not really personally starting basketball coverage myself until January, and then I I have a trip I'm going on in Jan. I'm not really sure when I'm going to be able to go to a basketball. Well, that's game. when well, our, our we honestly really don't want to be talking about basketball this early, but we are. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, I saw online Hooks had some uh, some guys you know move in. Uh, not Hooks. Uh, Redwater had some guys oh, move yeah. in, and. You know, they're calling for a state championship. I saw Quez doing that, you know. So, um, you know, it's – you know, they were up on hooks in the first half last year. I, you know, I know y'all are, like, really proud people, but well, no. Redwater was winning. Facts are right? facts. I was there. Yeah, the, we the, saw it. Both sides of the stands were loud. It was a great environment, and it the, seemed like a rivalry game. I don't know what was wrong with that. Hey, was very good. At, at I will tell game. you this, and I've told Buddy and others this, you – just because one team wins all the time doesn't mean that it's still not a rivalry. That I mean, that, well, that's where you go, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. You right. know, it's a rivalry. You know, but one team's won twenty times in over a hundred years. Our kids so. want to beat the crap out of Redwater, and Redwater's kids want to beat the crap out of us. Well, I'm gonna and tell you, I was more keyed up for the Redwater football game than any other game we played this year. So I even tend to agree. There's some. There's some. There's a rivalry there. Yeah, so. I mean, I didn't realize. I guess some of the news stations watched the sideline. And, you know, we were really hyping this game up. You know, they showed up to the game and then messaged me Monday after, like, dude, what are y'all talking about? Like, why did we, I, I didn't tell y'all to go to that game. Like, because I thought it was odd initially that there was like news stations out there and stuff. And you're like, and, and then that's you, why you don't listen to us. Yeah, when you realize they were out there because they were listening to us. Like, you know, um, but it would be great for everybody. You know, um, Redwater's program, you know, if they could go through a few years, you know, I mean, they're making, I, I remember when we first started, they were just bad. Mm -hmm. Let's just call it what it was. Now they're making the playoffs. You know, and the thing yeah, they're, with, they're getting better. The thing with Coach Lane over there is he's doing everything you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Like I, I've seen it with my own eyes, so I know he's doing what you're supposed to do. You know, just don't let them have two or three good kids coming up. You know, in football, so because well, um, they're going to be prepared. I mean, they're that. Uh, I know this because I have nieces and nephews that went there, and the only reason I was at that basketball game that time that you are speaking of is because my niece. It was her senior night. So that's really, truth be told, the only reason I was there. And, of course, Hooks blew him out. But she had, like, 30 points. Shout out. Well, Avery. so uh, the, when, you, when you're talking to adults like us, so we didn't play Redwater very much when we were young, when, when we were in school, yeah, because they, they, were, they were 2A and we were 3A. They and we were, were on the fringe yeah. coming up between 2 and 3A. Yeah. yeah, so we didn't play them very much. They were, I guess, they were, they were I guess, up for James Bowie. Yeah. yeah, I guess our maybe our junior year and senior year, we yeah. started playing them, maybe your junior year. Yeah. Um, but we just blew them out. I mean, we, we were on a different level. 
And and so all these guys like Buddy's age, well, they started playing them a little more because they had, I guess, came up to 3A and we blew them out, you know. So in our mind, as an what we remember of them, we're definitely not a rival because it it wasn't a rivalry. But now it these kids have, they're six miles from each other and yeah. I believe it, it absolutely well, can be a rivalry. Well, what's with, crazy, I mean, what we do have experience in is, I mean, when we were in school, junior high and high school, I didn't know, you know, Pleasant Grove really could win a game. But it was a rivalry. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was yeah. a big-time rivalry. And, and and I don't remember ever thinking going into a game with them that there was any chance of them ever doing anything. So, I mean, it can it can be true. Oh, yeah. It would. Uh, but I'm excited. I'm excited for, for those two games. I watched Hooks for the first time yesterday basketball, and I didn't know it was possible that they are that much better than they were last year. Really, it's, my, it's scary. I, I had my guys good. at the Gunslinger, and uh, and they didn't send a ton of highlights in, but I saw they won fifty six thirty three, something like that. And, and and it was it was really I mean they were up by thirty and yeah. just kind of cleared the bench. I mean so I mean it was really more of a thirty. Pretty much the fourth and, quarter. Yeah. You, was, since we're talking about, let's talk about that Cinderella run last year. It's nuts. I mean, you, I always go back <clears throat> to whatever that Jefferson coach did mm-hmm. crazy. out in Mount Pleasant because yeah. the game was really, in my was, opinion, it, over. We, it, it was, was over. Yeah, I've never seen yeah. such a bad decision. Yeah, that was a coaching decision. Yeah, and I, it makes me wonder: did he not know the rules? I think they didn't. They didn't. Um, they didn't do it, what they were supposed to do. What he called. But all they had to do was pass the ball, ball in. Yeah. Like I don't. I, I. I'm still to this day like. Why? Why, why run something? Yeah. And if, and if you didn't call that, why were they doing it? Yeah. You know. I mean, you could have thrown that ball to the other end of the court. Yep. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then, just the the, the Ponder game is what everybody talks about, but the Jefferson game is where it was like this just should have been over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we were going. I mean, I was like, I'm like, we're going, we're done. That's and then. We're winning, and it was like it was crazy, and that's why if you, that that picture of me, I'm just like the legend of of, of Chris Bates. Yeah, the, that, uh, at that point, it was like that was oh my, my second gosh, second time ever to go to the state tournament, first time, first and only time, Longview, and then the hooks thing, and you know, I knew it was like a Cinderella story. I think there's an expectation this year. Yeah, there is. I think we were all really surprised last year. That sucks too when you when when you have an expectation. I say it sucks. Obviously, you want the expectation that you go to the, the state tournament, but it's almost it, – it sucks that you have to put that pressure on those kids because it's it's not easy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, and what's crazy is I was telling my wife how much better I really think we are and how that region is still that tough that you may not even get back. Yeah. How you can be really better. There's luck involved in basketball. Yeah. I mean, a, a, a team that's not great can beat a great team. Yeah. Randomly, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so there's luck, and looks had a lot of luck on yeah. that run. I mean, you can go back to that ponder game, and if we're all being fair, there were a lot of fouls, some whistles swallowed mm-hmm. on their on their buzzer beaters that never made it up. I mean, they were swallowing whistles, and I agree with them doing that. But if you're a ponder fan, they're still talking about how they didn't call fouls, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, just something magical and special happened, you know, with yeah. that shot, and um, and I kind of felt like at that point, like, dude, this this. Stars have lined, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we ran into Hitchcock. <laughs> and Hitchcock, I was at the arena like early, early, like so early that uh, lights weren't on. I was there early. Well, Hitchcock shows up because I was waiting on the Hooks bus. Hitchcock shows up, and I didn't know who Hitchcock was. 
But when these grown men yeah. walked, I, I met them in the little corridor thing, and I remember thinking to myself, I hope they don't have to play these men. And I say men literally. Yeah. Like some of these kids look like they have their own kids at home. Mm. And it, it was one of the things like you were hoping, but you kind of did. You know, Watching them warm up, I was like, oh, hmm, hmm. oh no. This and is... they weren't even really seniors. They're oh, all underclassmen. That's, that's, yeah. yeah, I think they're, they're all you know? back, I think. Yeah, and they like, are. Basketball is one of the things, like, man, it's, it, it's, a, it's a game of runs, but mm-hmm. when you can't get a rebound, yeah. when you can't – there was just nothing Hooks could mm-hmm. do against them. And they just – you know, I don't – you know, good for them. Yeah. You know, they well, were, I mean, they, they were better than us. They won the they won the finals by what eighteen twenty yeah. something yeah, like I mean, that. I mean, so I mean, it wasn't they're, they're not great in football. So evidently, they take basketball really serious. Yeah. So, um, but what I saw yesterday though is I saw we seem a lot more physical, which I know you'd have to be for a team like that. Yeah, so. you know, and there was a big difference I could tell in the way that they played defense and Hooks played defense, and I don't mean this in a bad way. I think we're accustomed to the way our referees referee around mm-hmm. here. Yep. They're accustomed to evidently a much more physical type of play that's allowed yeah. where they're at. Yeah, yeah because and, there was things that we're, you're like, that's a foul. Yeah. Um, it's but, but I think the speed of the game is creates a lot of the times yeah. where those refs don't call that because it just happened so fast. They, I think that game got out of hand so quick that the refs were just like, yeah. hoping Hitchcock would call off the dogs at some point and then, you know, let Hooks come back in. And, and you know, make it to the Final Four teams in state and losing to a state champions like, nothing. You, can, you can be happy about that, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Hitchcock was just – it was their time, yep. you know. And and we're we're used to – I mean, it's, it's the same way in football. You're, you're used to the, – the, the, the talent level is – so different, yeah. And and in basketball, we're seeing a two-three every 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 night. You know, that's that's the defense that people are putting out against us. And then you get then you go play these dudes playing man and just like you said, yeah. grown men yeah. trying to play you. It's a it's a different game. I tell you, it was, it was one of the best years of my life. Just getting to be a part of that. Yeah, it was really fun. Uh, it, it it was that was one of the things that was fun. Yeah, you know, like I, I outside of. Being a part of a state championship win, that was the funnest thing I've done. Yep. Game day. I mean, it, it was great. Community. When y'all talked about the shot earlier, I thought y'all were talking about a pitcher. And in my head, I was thinking of that pitcher uh, with Boogie and Coach, you know, hugging. Um, UIL actually has that photo. I don't know if I've ever seen it anywhere, but I know the Gazette ran it and the UIL asked for it. So I don't know. Unless y'all have seen it, I've never seen it anywhere. But uh, I thought it was, they've never asked me for anything before. So they must have used They're it for something. They're going to use it for something. Uh, <laughs> But it was kind of like the, you know, it was just, yeah. It was a, it was, t- it was a tough loss. Well, maybe we'll uh, be able to to go back this year. We're we're sure hoping. So uh, before we let you go, uh, we got something we want to yeah. get to, right? We want to want to. So well, nobody ever gives me anything. Well, see, that you you just got to come to hooks more often. So know? we're gonna right. present Mr. Morgan here with a has been's T-shirt. How do y'all come up with the name Hasbins? This is a it, it's a great name. I appreciate the shirt. Well, between us, uh, it's actually one of the few things I've come up with. Yeah, because he usually has the better. You know, um, I don't know. We were just talking about doing we this. we used to do the tunnel. We were the tunnel I mean, crew. We did it like if there was nil money, then we'd, we'd still it. be doing it. We okay. we, we oh, would yeah, have the you. tunnel up at five. 
at wherever we went. We way games, yeah. we're putting the tunnel up, now it's our field. They're unlocking yeah. the gate for us to, to come in and, and yeah. And so we so. did that for about ten years or longer. Yeah. Can't remember exactly, but then we're like we quit doing it because it just got so tiresome just and we're tell, old. And, oh, I thought you were gonna tell the truth here that, that I ruined everything. Well, so he did kind of ruin it. So there was like a two-year, three-year gap there when he left Hooks and went to Teague and then went to Decab. that, you know, me and Buddy and Justin Cannon uh, kind of did it. Um, but it just, you know, it wasn't the same with me and him. But um, then it, now we're just old and, and it's so much – it's a lot of work. We took it back over after I got, got back. And it was like the third or fourth game. We were looking at each other and like – is this thing like, we're gassed? I mean, we're like pulling this thing is, up. Is, is this a new one that looks the same as the old one? What? What? Just said, forget it. We were just right. worn out. On homecoming nights, it's got to be tunnel crew has been's night, and y'all got to do the tunnel again from now on. I'm calling that right now. Make these guys do it. Uh, one game a year. I don't know. Homecoming. The current crew is. is I mean, they, yeah. they've got They're, a. They, they got a good crew now. Of course, it also is a different animal. You know, it takes four people to do that one. With yeah, the, with the stand at up. least. Uh, but yeah, we were just kicking around ideas for this, and I was like, you know, has been's. How did y'all come up with starting your podcast? What made y'all want to do it? <laughs> that was him because we couldn't do. We got tired of doing that. And yeah, it was, it was, so we didn't have the tunnel anymore to to be involved. So we actually one night I just texted him. I'm like, "What do you think about a podcast about hooks?" And he's like, "Yeah." I said, "Yeah." How do we do it? And we literally had no clue how to do it, and we're just like googling, looking for equipment. Well, and my wife's the one that came up with the little app because they had used it at decamp for something they did. Yeah, the, and it's an all-in-one that anchor. Now it's Spotify. podcasters or Spotify. Yeah. But initially, it was just that simple, you know. Uh, but yeah, it was just why not? And then we're like, but it can only be about hooks. And then we're sitting there thinking, okay, so we realize we're not really going to be shooting for for a large number of people here. So, and, and then we, and we like to talk about hooks and yeah, you know. We, well, I like what y'all are doing. I'm going to give y'all a piece of advice. Find a way to start backing up everything you're doing. Because, like, we're talking about these guys 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all are going to be the encyclopedia for hooks for this time. So, you got to start protecting all that information mm-hmm. and keeping it back up. I mean, we've spent thousands of dollars on backup memory and safes to put the memories in. Oh, and wow. just like, because um, Facebook. So, what do you back it up on? We use uh, basically memory drives. You know, we have a 20 terabyte memory drive, which is like. <laughs> When I got it, I mean, this thing is yeah that big. It's I've huge. got a one terabyte for this, and it's it's a, right. yeah. I bought a five terabyte the other day that's smaller than a credit card. Like it's crazy how fast technology yeah. is going. But I mean, like we don't delete anything, and I wish I would have had this same. I would have known that two years in, I didn't realize Facebook after uh, two years. Let's say we shoot in HD, everything's in four K or HD. It takes you down to three sixty. So it's like a blurry video at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube hasn't done that yet, but at some point they're going to have to mm-hmm. because they're just storing all this memory. And, yeah. You know, the further we go on, a billion videos are, lo- are uploaded to YouTube every day. You know, and I, I, it's got to be more on Facebook. So interviews, all that, yeah. just store. It, okay, it, 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 it's worth <clears throat> keeping to, to store because you, I mean, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, Spotify may get hijacked mm-hmm. by somebody yeah. and all of it's gone overnight. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> Um, and what y'all are doing is a good thing, man. Like the, the kids are, I always look at it like the kids now, you know, they like it, but they're not going to tell you that because yeah. they don't know how to express that. Yeah. But man, you know what I would give to have some stuff like this 
when I played in high school. Mm-hmm. Like to go back, and we just had our 20 year reunion, and all the guys were like, "Man, I can't believe you're doing <clears> that. That's freaking awesome. I wish we had that." You know, and I hear that all the time. Like I was getting something done in a car lot yesterday, uh, oil change, and the guys like, "Man, I, I wish y'all were doing this when I was in school." You know, and yeah, it's really um, cool. <clears throat> and all that's cool, but 20 when they do their 20 year reunion, yeah, they're gonna have the content. Mm. That's what I'm gonna challenge you guys with. Spend yeah. a little bit of money See, and just save it all. We bring him on here to try to help him, out and, he, and he's helping us. Yeah, right? we definitely <laughs> needed that advice. No, that's sure. a great. Yeah, that's a great idea. We definitely yeah. needed that advice because it's all just here and, and and on our Facebook page. So I mean, we need to start recording that stuff and and saving it. So. Yep. Well, what are y'all's uh, basketball plan? What games do we need to be at? We are going to schedule some. There's not any. <laughs> <laughs> There's really not any. I mean, unless you go to Tenahaw to the basketball, to the hoop tournament, uh, the the Christmas tournament. I mean, once district starts, I mean, I guess Atlanta is going to be somebody that can keep it competitive, I'd I think. i Atlanta and Redwater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about a coach's kid down in uh, Atlanta breaking 1,000-yard – or 1,000-yard, 1,000-point career already? He's legit. That dude is legit. Yeah. I, I seen a video of him the other day. Somebody shot – he jumped up and put back dunk. I did. I saw that too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's legit. You know what? I always every time I see him. Evidently, this is not who he is, but this is who I think he is. Every time I see him. All right, Damian Collins is playing in hooks. I think hook or Damian or Atlanta ends up winning that game. But there was some sort of skirmish that happened. Yes, there was a crazy Benji. Game. Okay, and a bunch of people got ejected, and then they made everybody All leave. All the fans leave. All right, but we're still. I was in there. so mad in that game. And and. Atlanta only had like four or five players left, but this literal kid comes out in uniform. And I've always been like, is that who that was? Because if that's who that was, was he in seventh grade playing in that game? Seventh or eighth grade playing on a bar? You know what I mean? It turns out supposedly there's another brother that I didn't know. I think it's the one that's a – he's a senior this year. But I always – every time I think about that, I always think, was that Aiden? No, Aiden you know, was a, was a eighth grader. Talent wise, as far as I mean, he probably could or have seventh grader. Yeah, yeah, he absolutely yeah. could. I mean, yeah, yeah. He he's he's yeah. the real deal. He is really. But I'm going to go back this year to calling games. You know, I I'd gotten where I would come out and do photos and stuff, and well, I'll, I'll probably come out and photograph a game just so I have some photos to mm-hmm. use. But then after that, I'm going to go back to call. I like calling basketball games. Football is just too big of a conflict for me because I got yeah, so many places on. I got to be at. Yeah, and then baseball, you know. I'll just do what I normally do. Um, you know, I'm not a huge baseball fan, but yeah. Uh, and it's not very. It's not always. We're not always going to have a good basketball team in this area, so it's fun when we do. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. when Damien came through, that was an exciting time. Now, after Hooks Run, it's kind of revamped. You know, people are already messaging our page, restreaming the Hooks game, and like it's not like people from around here. I mean, we oh, get wow. hundreds of messages every day, and mm-hmm. starting now, it's like, are y'all doing the Gunslinger tournament? Are you going to stream the Hooks game? And it's people from across the state. Yeah. So. I was surprised that we were in the Gunslinger tournament. We haven't, we've, we, that's not typically a tournament that we ever play in. I don't remember us ever playing in it. Uh, well, with it being <clears throat> right down the road, you know, it makes a lot of sense for everybody. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, this would have been a great year for, you know, I'd talk with Glenn about it to get hooks in the Hoop Fest. Um, but the problem with that is you, they'd have to play some really, 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 elite talent from other states yeah. that not that hooks is an elite talent it's just hooks is like these kids grew up here 
And then they're playing a team out of Las Vegas that yeah. I know, tell you they got what, eight players from all across the country, you know. I tell you what, if you I don't know, um that Idabel tournament is a really good tournament. It's the I don't guess they're going to that this year. The boys aren't, are they? No, that's that, over I, Christmas break. I guess they're going to that Tennessee Hall tournament instead of the Idabel tournament, I think. It's hard for me to like but I, I gotta get all the way through football. Football doesn't end for me until February. Yeah. So like, I gotta get completely out of that and then I'm going on a long vacation in January, and then like on Saturdays or Sundays, I'll fly and do what I'm supposed to do, and then I'll come back. And you know, I got into wildlife photography, so it's kind of I've seen those. Yeah, that's, that's cool. I, I just like traveling. I mean, that's really, you know, I'm gonna go up to Montana, be in Yellowstone, Jackson Hole, and stay up there for a couple of weeks. I bought one of those camper vans to, you know, problem is it's so remote when you're out doing this stuff. Like I just don't like to kill things anymore, but I, I like what I got when I was hunting. Like, mm -hmm. I, I like, the, I don't like sitting in a deer stand here in East Texas, but I like going there, spotting, you know, walking with the problem is when you do get back to your car, you're like two hours away from your hotel. And with this thing, like it's got solar power, battery power, shower. Oh, wow. It's that I'm, black. I'm, I'm having an, a kitchen installed today in it. You it's know? that black van. I see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, it's, it's green, but I, it does come oh, black. Okay. Um, but <coughs> I'm colorblind. Just, Made for I only see blue. zombie apocalypse. I've had this thing for months and I haven't drove it 15 miles, but I'm excited about it. I sleep in it all the time in the driveway. Uh, just just to so say I did. Does, when you go to these uh, remote locations, is somebody else with you? Typically, no. So you're going to yeah. come up missing one day. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a loner by just But I'm, I'm just saying, like, your camera's going to be laying in the... In the uh, in a field, you, with, a, there's going to be something dead beside me. It'll be a Blair, <laughs> Blair Witch situation. <laughs> if they find me out there, there's going to be something dead beside me. But um, when I went to Alaska yeah, this last Blair year, Witch. I go to uh, Brooks Falls, which is some of the bear pictures you see, um, which I'll go back there again in July. But then I took a float plane and they just dropped me off. I, I just pointed out a place on a map. And I'd see it online, people said there's great bear activity. So I'm like, hey, drop me off here. And they set your tent up and do all this stuff for you. The very first night, a bear comes and rips the bottom, like the little, it wasn't a Yeti, but it was like a Yeti. The foot rips it out and is like trying to get my food out. Hmm. And I'm inside of my electric fence with this bear, and I'm in a tent 10 feet from it. Wow. And I'm sitting there holding, I, all I have is two things of a bear mace. And I, in my head, I'm like, if, if I mace this thing while I'm in here... I'm gonna die too. <laughs> like I don't know if y'all have ever experienced bear mace. Well, not bear. Oh but... my god! Like what it does to us, bears. You could shoot a bear, obviously kill it. Their, 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 their blood. I'm gonna say their blood pressure is a lot lower than ours. It takes you shoot them in the heart. I mean, they got another minute and a half. Mm. You mace a bear, it's game over. Mm. Like they smell a thousand times more than we do, and I've never had to mace one. But anyway, I got dropped off in that place, and I'm out there truly alone and it was I, you know it's one thing being alone but you know like oh there's a road two miles over there yeah it's another thing like they dropped you off in an airplane in the middle of alaska and like you kind of know where you're at but you don't really know where you're at and then the bears that other place we go to you can't even take bear mace like nobody's ever been killed there i you know i get in the river with them most people stay on platforms so it's like i'm putting myself subject yeah. to something i probably shouldn't be but i like doing it and i feel safe 
But this other place, I don't know if those bears have ever seen a person. They would follow me around everywhere I went. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like 10 feet behind me, but like, you know, they're staying within 100 yards yeah. of me everywhere I go. Keeping track of me. And I always stay in the creek because that's the safest place for you to be. Mm-hmm. So you can <clears> at least hear them because bears do not make sounds. And over there, it's the open tundra. So like, there's no twigs. Mm-hmm. It's just soft, mushy grass. Like you never hear anything. I walk and don't make a sound. So um, anyway, I'm up there. And as far remote as you could possibly be. Let me tell y'all, I know y'all probably got stuff to do, but I'm gonna tell y'all the story real quick. I'm standing in this creek and I'm hearing somebody talk. And at some point I'm like, I think I'm hearing things. Cause I'm like, man, I, I, somebody's talking around me. And there was a little bend in the river and it came back around. And I see this huge raft. I mean like a big, big raft, like not a whitewater raft. Like if you were in it for the long haul kind of raft, like coming down the river, and I can show you on a map where I was at. It's right in here. Like, it, like I was literally like, what? Is, like, what am I looking at? And they come, they get closer. It's six dudes on a raft, and I'm standing in the middle of the river, and I'm like, <laughs> what are y'all doing? And they're like, man, we're on this epic adventure. And I was like, obviously, <laughs> you know, uh, where did y'all come from? They started literally hundreds of miles away in the ocean. Six friends got in this raft, and we're just rafting down Moraine Creek. And it turns into a bunch of different ones. And they're like, where are we at? And I'm like, I don't really know. I'll be honest with you. I don't really know. How long have y'all been doing this? They were like, a month. Oh a month. Gosh. That's all Lewis and Clark type stuff. Yeah, dude. And I'm like, well, where are y'all going? And they're like, well, we're going to so-and-so. Do you know where that's at? And I'm like, no. I don't know where it's at. I flew in here on a plane. I don't even know where I'm at. You know? And uh, and at this point, this is an embarrassing part of the story for me. There's this, I found this place where a bunch of king salmon were trapped. Yeah. All right? So in my head as a photographer, I'm like, well, the bear are going to come eat these king salmon. I'm going to get epic photos. So I'm just going to hang out here versus walking 10 miles today. But I'm also going to fish because how can I not catch a fish with these hundreds of king salmon right here? And didn't catch a single one. <laughs> but I, I got some unbelievable. Got some good pictures. Yeah, I got some unbelievable you pictures. you some dudes floating in yeah, around. That's I was, awesome. I was hunting a wolf for two days that I knew was there. And I would just see like little blemishes of it. Like you'd see the tail or cause it's real hilly out there yeah. and you'd come over the hill and he'd be gone. And then you'd see some movement over here. And it was just like, you know, a Alaskan wolf, like a, <laughs> a, a Yellowstone wolf, 130, 150 pounds. They're large animals, but they're, they're tall. Yeah. An Alaskan wolf is like, they're sort of, they're like a bear. They're surviving winter. So they can get up three to 400 pounds. Wow. And I never got to really see, I knew what it was. Because the tracks came yeah. up to the tent that same night, so I knew he was there, and I would see little glimpses of him, but never actually saw him, you know, in full. So I'm going back again next year. When are you <laughs> going? As miserable it was. Uh, so I got lucky. There's a lottery system at Brooks Falls. There's only six cabins, and if if you Google it, it's one of the most. If you've ever seen like a fish jumping into a bear's mouth, it's the only place on earth that happens. Um, I've been fortunate enough to to go the last three years, but I got lucky very first time to enter a, a lottery, and I won. You still have to pay for it. But, you know, I have a cabin there, July 7th through the 11th. Before or after that, my wife will fly. She's going to go with me. She's going to fly back and then I'll stay and do that same rain Creek trip again. And I, I'd like for someone to go with me. It's just, it's hard to like, yeah. let's say, hey, man, you want to go to rain Creek? First thing you're asked, well, how much is it? And I'm going to tell you. And you're going to be like, man, it's kind of expensive. Are we hunting? No, you're not hunting. <laughs> or what are we doing? Well, we're just going to be out. Walking around. Some, I'm going to take some photos. Yeah. But it's going to be epic. That's hard sell when you yeah. tell somebody how much it is, you know. Um, but to going to Africa, November of next year, 
And then um, this is very difficult to do because they're on the endangered species list now, but uh, hopefully going to the Arctic Circle in February of 2025. Mm. Um, wow. I have to fly to Norway and then go to Svalbard. There's one place on Earth where seals and walruses go to the same spot. They're hunted by three different types of whales and up to 2,500 polar bears come to this one spot every year. It's like a killing ground. Um, so I'm trying to get... Why do they do that? It's Man, it's just these migrations. Like, like you know? I'm going to go here and I know I'm going to get killed. It's like, it's like it's, they're all born that way too. It's odd, you know, like as when you're doing what I'm doing, you have to get... It's not like I can't be 300 yards away. I have the long equipment and all that. I know y'all see that camera on the yeah. sideline. I have one that's like way bigger. Like... I mean, it's, it's hard to even carry the thing around. It but, takes pictures of their souls. Yeah, it really does. Their insides. And a lot of times people are like, man, they see this big lens. Like, how far are you from it? Like, this isn't zoomed in. I was 15 <clears> feet away <throat> with this huge lens, you know. But you have to, like, get closer and you learn these behaviors. Yep. And what makes that, that trip so special is, A, you're in the Arctic Circle. B, how many people have actually seen a wild polar bear. Yeah. And then all these animals come here for two weeks every year. And they show up like clockwork. And it is just an absolute massacre. And That's your boy's going to be there for it. And I mean, it's the same thing when I go to Botswana in Africa. Like, I'm going during a migration period yeah. just for this massacre. Once again, I don't enjoy, like, I, I, I wouldn't enjoy killing a bear, but I wouldn't fault you if you did. Yeah. You know, I just don't enjoy it. I like doing the same thing a bear hunter likes to do, but just for a different reason, yeah. you know. Um but, you know, bears have personalities, man. They're, they're just, in my opinion, they're just like dogs. Mm. You know, like I, I've been around them enough. I've had, you know, that video that's on the internet with that one walking right up to me. Like, it's just, they're, they're everything we've been taught is to protect them from us, not us from them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, now, a bear will kill you, but not the bears I'm going to see. Yeah. The, the bear that kills you is the one you're walking through the woods, and he doesn't know you're there. And he's asleep, and you walk up on him, mm -hmm. you know. But with all that said, I have had a couple of close calls. I, I got scared to death this last year. Um, I can't imagine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have one on this tangent. I'm sorry, but no, you're no, good. This is what uh, we want. I go in September, which is like the biggest a bear is going to get in that area, mm -hmm. and they're in like what's called a food coma because they're eating salmon, and that's all they do all day is eat salmon. They sit in a river, and they, the fish literally come to them and they eat salmon. So we're talking. A normal grizzly bear, 750, a big bear in Yellowstone, 750. Up there, I mean, I have pictures of bears from 1,500 to 2,000 pounds. So big that their belly drags, literally drags the ground everywhere they walk. I walk down this trail because I walk to the river, and like nobody really goes to the river except for fishermen. Mm -hmm. And like, really, while I was there, me as a photographer. And I'm standing there because I don't want to disrupt their fish. So I'm trying to figure out where all the fish are so I can go somewhere else because there's hundreds of bears everywhere. So I want to be out of their way, and I hear this behind me, and like I was almost scared to turn around because I knew what it was. And I turned, and this bear, uh, there's a really famous bear called Otis. I mean, like world, world famous. Somebody killed this bear, you'd probably go to prison the rest of your life. Yeah. Like, it's Otis, five feet from me. He just lifted his head up, the biggest bear in the park, lifted his head up, looks at me, and then just lays back down. I walked three feet from this thing, had no idea he was there. No idea. No idea he was lying there. And that's a 2,000-pound bear. Like, that's a polar bear. That's and nice. I had no idea he was there. Mm. You know, but uh, 
man, it's, it's one of them things, like, I wish sometimes somebody would go with me just so I'd have somebody like, no, no, that happened. Somebody can yeah. die with yeah. you? Well, no, it's just a lot of, like, the first time I went, I, <laughs> two, two, yeah. I had two bears. This is my first time there, so I have no idea their behavior or anything. And I'm standing there, and two bears walk on each side of me. I had nowhere to go. And I was telling somebody about it, and they're like, you could just tell they're like, yeah, right. You know, but this, that one, I don't know if y'all saw that video where the bear walks up to me. Uh, we're like walking the same path and um is that the one where he's kind of in the water and you're yeah, kind yeah, of walking yeah. away like yeah. hey um i took that video just for that because the same thing had happened but you know a lot closer actually but you know i had no evidence of it so i could tell my buddies didn't believe me you know but um anyway man i i, I, love, oh, doing, I love doing that stuff um it's not like they're extremely curious too Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're used to people in that area. Now, that Moraine Creek area I went the second time, like, that was different. I mean, I I, I was... The float plane guy came and picked me up, and he was like, what happened to my cooler? And I was like, <laughs> me and you got to talk about this electric fence you put up is what we got to talk about. Either this thing don't work, or all this is a lie, and these don't really affect bears, you know? Um, and I, anyway... <laughs> Uh, have y'all ever flown on one of those Alaskan? No. Dude, it is the most sketchiest thing. <laughs> You're in this little bitty four-seater plane that has freaking 9,000 horsepower, and we land on this little pond. I'm going to call it a pond because that's what it was. Yeah. We land on this pond that I swear wasn't as big as your yard. And he just lands, throws it in reverse, and that thing just right into the water and like pops back up like a buoy. I mean, it scares you to death. Yeah. And then you're like getting ready to take off. And you're like, man, I don't know. This is sketchy, you know, because you only have however long this little pond is. It's tiny. And this thing, this guy's just like, I, don't, I mean, so much horsepower. Like, the back end lifts up, and, like, you don't even move. You just lift straight up in the air like a helicopter. It's wild. Yeah. Um, but I, I love it. I mean, you know. So, like, there's there's adventure in the entire thing. Oh, that, that that's I mean, 100% what it's for. Yeah. Now, I would be, I would not be upset. I would, if I went and, like, didn't do what I was there to do. I mean, of course it would kind of suck, mm. but, um, I'm going to places where like, it's a, that's impossible to happen, but like, it's hundred percent about adventure. It's a hundred percent, man. I got to go stay in Alaska for two, three weeks. I met some really cool people. I'm really good friends with a fishing guide now that, um, I'm actually flying him out to that one. He's never been to the Brooks Falls place. It's mm. really expensive to get there, but I've already chartered a plane to get there. So it's like, whether I go or three of my buddies goes, it's, it's already paid for, class. you know? So I'm like, hey, man, I'm going to fly you up from Homer, Alaska to Anchorage, and you're hopping on the plane. You're coming with me because wow. we got, you know, and I've made that connection. His son plays basketball up there, and they're big fans of game day now. And um, cool. matter of fact, he's going to kind of try to start his own game day in Homer, Alaska, you know? And I'm like, man, it's just what your expectations are. If you just want to do it to, you know, have fun in your community. Mm -hmm. and Because they don't have – like they have a football field, but like – well, this is what he told me, how different life is in that area. These kids that play basketball, they'll have 40 kids on a varsity basketball roster. Like, let that sink in. And do you know why they have so many kids that play basketball? This is going to blow your mind even more. Because it's inside. Well, that's obvious on that one. Um, <laughs> the, the football field really isn't for football. The football field is just so kids have somewhere to play outside. Like, they, it's hit or miss if they even have a football team. Every girl is going to come out for basketball. Every boy is going to come out for basketball. They won't deny any of them. They'll have three varsity teams. And the reason they do all that, this is quite literally might be the only time they get to go see the rest of Alaska. They fly everywhere they go because you can't drive. Wow. So they get to fly on their first airplane. They may never get to fly on an airplane. 
They get to go to Barrow, Alaska. They get to go to Ketchikan. They get to go to Anchorage. We'll still probably see Anchorage anyway. They get to go up to Prudhoe Bay. Like, they get to experience Alaska through sports. Wow. And I thought that was just, like, awesome. So, yeah, anyway, cool. we're, we're, we're giving him the tools he needs, and hopefully he can be uh, successful there. And I'm making our, you know, our team available to him to do all his edits and stuff to help him get started. And, yeah. Um, literally met this dude out of, at a hardware store. He just looked Alaskan. Like he, he just, he just, there's two things about when you're in Alaska. You're going to see the palest people you've ever seen in your life. I mean, like, you can see through them pale, mm. is how pale some of these people are. And this dude, I mean, I'll show y'all a picture after. Big beard, just looked like this dude's lived in Alaska, you know? And it's like, dude, what do you do? And he's like, man, I'm a electrician by trade, but I really just fishing guy now, you know? And I'm like, man. I want to go fishing and I'm here for five days and Homer flying over to Brooks Falls every day. And he was like, yeah, man, I'll take you fishing. Great dude. I didn't catch anything, but hey, fly fishing is really hard. Yeah, uh, it looks it, like it is. Yeah. It, you think like bass fishing's tiring. You're flicking a wrist, dude. Just this whole, yeah. I'm hitting myself in the back constantly. It was miserable, but I just enjoyed being there, yeah. you know? Um, so it, it's just, it's what I enjoy to do. Well, it makes sense now that, I mean, the idea of, uh, you know, how crazy, man, it's so awesome you're at the NFL football game. And you're like, yeah, that's cool. But let me tell you about when I walked past a bear, it was 2,000 pounds, you know, three feet from me. Yeah. Way different experience, you yeah. know, as far as the, the how, how, you know, I, just I adrenaline. Everybody, everybody would enjoy it if they did it, Yeah. you know. But I didn't know it was something I enjoyed until yeah. I did it. And then the bear thing, I didn't even know Brooks Falls, Alaska existed. I was in Homer, Alaska because another trip I was on was canceled. But I was already on my way there, so I just rented a car, literally picked a place on a map, Googled it, oh, Homer, Alaska looks cool. Drove down there. The Airbnb I stayed at, right across was a float plane, and they said, oh, flights to Brooks Falls. Never heard of it. But there was a bear picture on it, and I was like, I like bears. Go over there. It was, it was expensive. It was like $800 to fly over there and fly back, yeah. and you're only gone six hours. Oh. Get over there, fell in love. Literally, like, I, I don't know how to explain it. If you like loved Disney World, this is Disney World times a thousand. Yeah. Like it's the most unbelievable place in the world. Like I would say if anybody can get there, it's very difficult to get to. But if you can go, I would You can get there and change your life. Yeah. I mean I I I had met a couple when this last trip I was up there, they were just in a van. And they're one of the reasons I bought the van I have. You know, they were just telling me they were from California. They drove to Alaska. They drove I mean, they drove all the Dalton Highway, all this cool stuff. They were like, What's there to do here? And I'm like well, I don't really know. I mean, you can eat, you can go fishing. There's, I mean, it's a famous yeah. fishing thing. I said, but uh, you could tell they had a little money, and I was like, you know, they're driving a three hundred thousand dollar van, you know. Um, and I'm like, I tell y'all what, on my flight tomorrow, I know we have two seats available, and I'll guarantee you a good time. And if you don't have a good time, I will pay for it. And I'm still friends with them to this day. I mean, we talk every week. Like they, uh, they love it. And they were some of the coolest people I'd ever met. Just ski yeah. instructors that, you know, home happened to be in the right place in California and made them millionaires, That's you know, nice. just a, a family home that was passed down and, um, house was worth nothing, but the land was worth, you know, millions yeah, of dollars per money. acre, mm. you know, in the San Francisco area. So you meet cool people and, you know, everybody's got a different story and, uh, it's, it's no different than sports really. Yeah. I mean, that, that's one of the reasons I love sports is just the relationships and the relation, like the relationships you guys are making with these kids. I mean, yeah. you're going to be doing this for their kids yeah. and hopefully they're going to come back. Like I, I would love nothing more than to be at, you know, let's say Landon, cause we all know him, his first NFL game and 
that's the reason I'm supporting them into college and all the way to, you know, yeah. see, see their dreams come true. Cause it's, it's a big deal. Yeah. You know, how big of a deal would it be for, let's just, let's say boogie, you know, to, to, to really shine in college and mm-hmm. go on to play. That'd be huge for you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be huge yeah. for him, huge for the community. And I really respect what y'all are doing so much so that we're looking at maybe starting a podcast as well. Um, You know, I I feel like in what we're doing, you have to adapt and change. And I have a real worry about technology and where it's going. And we have to go ahead and it's Mm -hmm. kind of getting obvious that podcast is what it's going to be moving forward. And we don't want to be trying to jump in the podcast game two years from now, you know. Mm. Um, So... Um, and I've kind of been watching what y'all are doing, watching y'all grow. And uh, it's not I, much growth. <laughs> I was listening. Which one of y'all's granddad fought in World War One? Okay, I do listen. When was he born? Eighteen ninety-seven. I'm about to tell you something that's going to blow your mind. My granddad was born in eighteen seventy-seven. So you, you were a late you, kid too. Have you had people tell you there's no way forever? Because <laughs> I've had I, teachers tell me you, you you're thinking about World War Two. I'm like, I promise you, I'm not. Yeah, so, uh, you know, my dad is, you know, he was born in 45. He was his last child born. Yeah. I mean, he had like 18 kids. Oh, wow. And uh, it's one of the reasons we, you know, down there now we don't have as much land, but at one point you bring your family there, it was like 40 acres per person in your family if you farmed it. Yeah. All of Lake Wright Patman used to be our families. Wow. You know? Um, so, and his, I mean, there's just, you go back, and my dad's like a historian, kind of, when mm-hmm. it comes to that stuff. So, like, you sit him down and like have him talk about it, and because yeah. he was an old man when my dad was a kid, mm-hmm. you know my grandmother was born in 1905, and my dad can t- still tell you stories about him not knowing cars existed, mm. his dad not knowing cars Absolutely, existed, yeah. and the first one coming up the road. And they're like, whoa! They didn't have electricity, they didn't have running water, yeah. didn't know TV was a thing. That's they crazy. knew telephones that's existed, good. but they didn't have a telephone. So didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like, that's what two generations, mm-hmm. like. Wow. Yeah. I mean, who else? You know, obviously, I never got to meet him, but um, it's you get to meet you get to meet your granddad. I'm sorry. Mm. Yeah, he I mean, died in '57. Yeah. So, um, died in the you know, my dad was born in the same spot his dad died in in the same house. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's wild. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm taking to the headstone, I guess. But yeah, 1877. That's that's something. I mean that. My granddad was in his 40s when my dad was born, and my dad was almost 40 when I was born, which is the, you know, that's way, you know, way more than that, you know, as far as, uh, I mean, your dad was born in 45, mm-hmm. so, so your your granddad, I mean, my goodness, he was, my, my he was up there. My grandma was born in 40. Yeah. 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 I mean, when I, was a, when I was 10 years old, I had aunts and uncles yeah. dying 70 years old. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was... Mm. Late in Same. life. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to let you uh, get to your business. Hey, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, great, absolutely. Great man. stories, absolutely. man. Love it. Anytime um, y'all need somebody to hire me, I, I, I like, uh, like doing these, and I was excited when y'all asked me to come on. And big so, fan of you guys. I appreciate you coming out and doing that walk-ons yeah. for me. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, I had a great time doing that. Yeah, it was really fun. I always try to get people to do those that like are around the kids a lot. You know, um, so it's more personable for them, and it's more of a, an experience for them rather than me, than just me, some yeah, person. me up there just talking. He know. didn't. He didn't invite me, but it's you know. It's What's a, up with that? Well, I, was it him or Buddy? I, so church. Buddy invited me, I, and I'm, plus it was a Wednesday I'm still, night. I'm still anyway. part time at a church in Tuscaymore, so yeah. I, I, okay. I, I, yeah. But that's at least what I'm telling myself. <laughs> you know, I'm part time at a lot of stuff. 
right. that I'm bad at. Yeah. <laughs> I'm but, not really full-time in anything. I'm just part-time in everything, so I can't be blamed for anything. I don't know, man. It sounds like you, your life is full-time as far as just the, the Man, when I go stuff. all in, dude, I, I do go all in. Uh, and that's, that's a trait that sometimes gets me in trouble, you know? Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know why I'm like that, but, like, when I'm into something... Like I'm gonna, 100%. Have, I'm gonna have everything you can possibly have for it, yeah. and then but man, when I'm out of it, <laughs> when I'm done with it, why well, I'm done with it. Fire sale. <laughs> yeah, like I'm the. If I ever decide, hey, I'm getting out of photos taking or anything, man, you make a lick off me. He can still with game day. Yeah, I was gonna say you ain't gonna set. find many people that's just gonna go buy this <laughs> yeah, camera. That's hey, if uh, he gets done with game day, we'll buy the set. Yeah. We'll, we'll, I don't know. We'll, I don't know what we'll do. We'll do something. Right, well, yeah. for you guys. Here's what I'll do for you. Y'all know I have multiple sets. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's not just the ones you see. Like I have uh, four of them. I have two of the big ones, two of the small ones. So if y'all are ever like, hey, we want to do this or that, let me. it can't be nothing crazy. But if y'all want to do something pregame, we'll bring the set over here to Hooks. Heck you know, yeah. Y'all need to store it for us until yeah. we can come back and get it or just come get the trailer, really. Um, or I have the basketball set as well, which we typically, I've kind of gotten where I don't take them as much. Mm -hmm. You know, Early on, it was real important for brand recognition. Yeah. You knew it was us. Yeah. But I think at this point they know it's us when we're there. Yeah. You know, so um but man, the first generation sets you had to take apart and put back together. The new ones we have, they're just they're one piece and they move around a lot easier. Man, that first generation was terrible. <laughs> I mean absolutely terrible. Yeah. I mean that thing weighed like twelve hundred pounds. It was it was rough. But y'all are welcome. All right, we appreciate it. We'll take you up on it. We'll pre we appreciate that. Maybe uh, the first game when it's 106 again. Maybe we'll, we'll yeah. Nah, we'll, we'll we'll do it. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we're gonna let Mr. Morgan, the number one hooks fan, um, go, and uh, we appreciate him uh, coming on. And we'll take a break, and we'll be back in a minute. I was about to drop a go red water. Well, I woke up to go give me a cold pop, and then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out into the All right, everybody, we are back. We had a great uh, conversation with Morgan Smith of Texarkana Game Day, Texarkana Phone Pros. Longview Game Day. Longview Game Day. Uh, that was great. I mean, Alaskan photography, NFL photography. He's got all kinds of stuff going on. The stories about that, I can now see why, why you know, I mean, it, it's obviously it's awesome, and he, he knows it's awesome when he goes and, you know, shoots uh, – NFL games, but when you've had wild bears and all this coming right by you, I can now understand why, why, you know, it's maybe not the most exciting thing you've done. Right. You know? Yeah. So he, he's obviously does a lot of exciting things and we appreciate him coming on. Yeah. Um, again, <clears throat> he's honorary, uh, number one hooks fan, you know, he, he, he captured the most iconic basketball video in hooks history. Um, and I think he became a Hooks fan, you know. Maybe there'll be another one of those that replaces that one yep. in San Antonio. Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, so, 
Uh, Speaking of basketball. Yeah, we'll talk about basketball. Uh, the boys yesterday, they played against Liberty Ilo. They won 56-33. Mm-hmm. Um, the boys are, are a really good basketball team, and we look for great things for them uh, for this this season. It was, man, first time I've seen them this year. Uh, and it was scary to see how much better they can be. Um, first quarter, it was close. You know, kind of got – not really a slow start, but I mean it was it was mm. close. Defensively, it's just, I mean, it. it I can't Smothering. imagine how frustrating it has to be for yeah. an opposing team. Yeah. Uh, but they look great. Uh, crazy thing is the second five comes in. You know. They and, look and good you, too. Almost like that second five could start for any other team in district. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah. That that was it was, it was impressive. Yeah, Very so impressive. they're in the they're in the gunslinger tournament. They play at eleven o'clock today and at three thirty today. Yeah. Um, so go check them out. Um, if you can't check them out, uh, we posted the link um, to the New Boston YouTube page, um, and they're they're streaming it. So you can you can watch them um, both games, and then they'll play again tomorrow. Not sure what time yet, but um, hopefully we'll be gunslinger uh, invitational champions after it's over. Um, on Tuesday, all the basketball teams went to Ashdown, and all four teams, mm-hmm. JV girls and boys played. They both won. Varsity boys and girls played. They both won. The girls are, I think, now 12-4, and four, um, and I think they start district next Tuesday. Um, so and I'm going to go ahead and tell you now, you better get there early. Early for every home game. Yeah. Um, you know, the gym's going to be, I would I imagine, just as packed as it always was last year. Yep, the gym's going to be full. So, yeah, get there early, watch the JV, then catch the girls. And then um, I can't remember if the, I guess the boys play too. Um, I can't remember, I can't remember if the girls play away and the boys play at home, but I, I believe the boys play at home against Liberty Allo. So I'm not sure if the girls are playing at home. I had to, had to look at the, the schedule, but. For everybody out there, we have the schedule posted on our page as well, so we can Imagine do that. Imagine that. Imagine that. So we try to pro- provide a bunch of information, and uh, hopefully it, it gets to everybody. Um, we'll go ahead and get ready to end this thing. With the best thing I heard today is that there's a whole bunch of animals that meet <laughs> at this point in the Arctic Circle and just have this massacre. They just kill each other. That's the best thing I heard today. That's awesome. Well, the ones that get killed, I'm like... Why wait, are you going? Wait, hold on. Yeah, you, you know that's just what you do. It's like it's like having to go from first to second. Yeah, you just must. Like these seals, they just they swim up to this area where they know the polar bears are going to be. <laughs> For maybe, some- they're like maybe this year they won't kill us all. <laughs> maybe this will be the year. Yeah, you so know? It, that's that's the best thing I heard. That's your best thing you heard. Best yeah. thing I heard all day. I mean, it's hard to beat that one. But the best thing I heard is that Morgan Smith was waiting and wondering when we were going to ask him to be on this show. Uh, and I hope you're able to get the sarcasm when us joking about trying to help him along because it's obviously sarcasm. But uh, that that kind of blew me away with it. He was waiting on us to ask him. I was thinking, man, we just didn't think you'd want to come here. So, yeah, no doubt. Uh, that was awesome. It was a great time talking to him. Learned a lot. Uh, um, and, you know, I, I we do appreciate the things he does for Hooks, the um, – yeah, you know, just the, the 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 promotion that helps us out. You yep. know, uh, you know, Jonathan makes a lot of graphics for us, but Morgan's told us we can use a lot of his stuff too, and and when we do that, when we can. So, what else, Mister Bates? Man, that's it. We're gonna get this thing uh, 
edited and finished up and posted and uh go hopefully go watch the hornets at 3 30 may go grab a bite to eat if we got time so yeah. um as always if you can't be an athlete be an athletic supporter see y'all next time